Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Spring training game starting two days, Tone. You have baseball fever? And Tony Kornheiser, maybe. I, I thought it was ringworm. No, you thought. didn't. No, you didn't. Really? When is the last was time you were at a spring training? Stuff. You used to go. You used to go to spring training. I'm gonna, I did. I don't go anymore. But I, I'm working on the ringworm with the same stuff Fernando Tatis <laughs> Jr. used. So if I end up missing 60 PTIs, you let me know. Yeah. Could be the I'll ringworm. You know. I'll call you. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Hawks fire Nate McMillan, a surgical setback for Brock Purdy, and college football considers keeping the clock running after first downs. But we begin today with the situation in Alabama, where three basketball players appear to have a connection to the murder of a young woman last month. Police have charged since dismissed Alabama Reserve Darius Miles with murder although it was his friend who allegedly pulled the trigger, and he too was charged with murder. Another player, Jaden Bradley, was allegedly at the scene, but hasn't been charged. And in testimony yesterday, it came out that Alabama star freshman Brandon Miller was texted by Miles to bring Miles' gun to the scene. Miller has not been charged. Wilbon, what questions does this raise in your mind? Tony, the first one is sort of vague and general and just a, oh my God, what the hell's going on at Alabama? That, that, that this many kids would be anywhere near the word connected to something like this. What is going on? What about larger judgment? Yeah. So that's my first one. As somebody who helps steward a university that has major college sports and as a parent. Um, and then if you're the school, Tony, and I mean the school, I don't mean the coach or the AD. If you are the school at the highest level, whether it's president or chancellor or whatever it is, what do you do about Miller, even though he hasn't been charged? And even though you're going into the biggest and most visible part of the schedule with a highly ranked team, and what do you do with him? What about your own investigation? Do you have an investigation? How closely is it tied with law enforcement there in the state, in the region, in the locality? Right. And what, what decision do you make? And I know I don't have an answer, and I wonder if they will. So you don't have an answer. If you I ran don't. Alabama right now, you would not. You would keep if them on the team because I would not. I would I not. I don't know that I would have unilateral authority there because there are legal issues which may get in my way. But I would be overseeing an aggressive investigation tone at the very least. Okay, then you and I are along the same path, but at some point we differ. I right. have been reading about this for a couple of weeks. I knew about the Miles part of it. I knew he had been yeah. dismissed from the team. I did not know about Bradley, and I did not know about Miller. And now that I know about them, and I understand they haven't been charged, I'm thinking they're still playing on the team. I don't right. know that I would do that if I was the president or chancellor of Alabama. I don't know. I mean, we've, we've had, a couple of weeks ago, there was the New Mexico State circumstance where a coach was fired, the team was dismissed, the schedule was stopped. This, to me, is... More serious than that. More egregious. This yeah, is a murder of, of yeah. someone. And, and how cynical do you want me to be? Do you want me to be cynical enough to say 
that the coach is allowed to keep these players on the team because they're the number two ranked team in the country and maybe on their <laughs> no. way to a number one nope. seed in the NCAAs? Do you want me to be in agreement with what the coach, Nate Oates, said? Let me get the exact words here. Wrong spot, wrong time. I think it goes a lot deeper than that. So what I'm saying to you is if if I were running the University of Alabama, I would take these two gentlemen off the team for a while while I conducted if conducted investigation. I hear that, Tony. While I, I would not to be opposed. I would not be opposed to that. Okay. And that may be the okay. ultimate way to go. And there's so many factors in this, but letting letting them just be on the team without real serious question and real serious investigation, that ain't flying at all. I, I think right. we can both right. agree on that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Ooh, let's transition to the NBA, where the Atlanta Hawks have fired head coach Nate McMillan prior to the stretch run of this season. The Hawks are currently 29-30 and in eighth place in the East. McMillan took over for Lloyd Pierce in 2021 and led the Hawks to the conference finals. But since then, yeah. Nate has been 72-69. and 69. He and star Trey Young have reportedly had their issues toned. So does firing Nate McMillan in your mind solve the problem? So, so you're asking me, is the problem Nate McMillan? I, I don't think the problem is Nate McMillan. I'm one of those people who thinks Nate McMillan is a really good coach. As right. you mentioned, when Lloyd Pierce was fired, there were 38 games left in the season, and McMillan went 27-11 and 11 and then got to the conference finals. Now, here's what happens. You know, if, if it takes a turn for the worse, somebody gets blamed and somebody has to go. That's just how it works. They're not going to get rid of Trey Young. They're paying Trey Young millions of dollars. They traded Luka Doncic for Trey Young. Even though Trey Young's numbers this year, his shooting percentages are pretty down. He's still getting 27 points a game, but I think his shooting percentage is down from 46 to 43 from the floor and 38 to 32 from three. But if someone has to go, it's not going to be Trey Young. So it's Nate McMillan. That's the way the game is played. Nate McMillan's been a coach at a lot of places, and that's how it ends. Yeah, it does. I'm left objecting to that, even though I know you're right. Historically, you were right. Historically, I remember when you loved the hiring of Nate McMillan at the time. That's and right. I, Tony, right. but, you know, so Trey Young, who I underestimated coming out of college, and has been a terrific player, an all-pro player, an all-star player, a guy, the best player on the team that got to the conference finals. I get it. But something else ain't right there. And I don't know if just bringing in a new coach, although this is 100% of the time what happens, if bringing in the new coach will bring the best again, once again, you know, out of him, out of their star player, out of Trey Young, and get them back on track. I just, I look at the Hawks and think, okay, maybe they're underachieving, and that falls at the foot of the head coach. But I'm also going to look at the star. And there were moves they didn't make, and I'm wondering, is there something else? Nate McMillan's going to get another job. He's not Steve Nash, who has never coached before. Nate McMillan's career record is 760 and 668. He's going to the playoffs 11 times with four different teams. This is just the way it works. At some point, you get fired. The larger question for the Hawks may be about Trey Young. Does he stay? Does he want to stay? Is he a coach killer? These things will be brought up as we move on. They will. Sports Illustrated is reporting on movement in college football to make the game safer and shorter by virtue of several clock-related changes. One would be no longer stopping the clock after first downs, except in the last two minutes of each half. Another would be no longer stopping the clock at all after an incomplete pass once the ball is set for play. 
Will Bond, are you in favor of these changes? No. No, I'm not. And the changes aren't all that radical. They're even understandable. I can even say in a closed-door room, Tony, if I was in there consulting, yeah, these are all good. But, you know, now I'm going to go to the part where I'm going to take off my media person hat and somebody who covered college football for decades and wanted the game to be limited to three hours and 15 minutes, 3.30. I'm going to put on my season ticket holder hat because that's what I am. I'm a season ticket holder and a booster, all right? And I go to these games, and I want them to last four hours. I'm fine with them lasting four hours. There's only seven max home games a year. Maybe some schools play eight. Six, seven home games a year. I'm fine with them being between 345 and 415. I got nothing else to do on beautiful fall Saturdays. If I want to sit there four damn hours, then let me sit there. The sycophants, the people who are going to have to go thumbs up or thumb down on this, they don't want to go to their cars after three hours. They want to drink and party and tailgate and be there for four. So leave us be. So I agree with you on one part, that I don't care if the game is shorter. I don't, because it enables me, if the game is long, to take a nap and wake up and the game is still going on, and that makes me happy. <laughs> yes, it does. I am different than you in this regard. I do not want to change the first down rule. I, I do not. Right. I don't want college football to be like pro football. Here, I look here. at college basketball, and it's too much like pro basketball. So I don't want to make the college game something that it isn't. I look at that rule as being rather quaint. And I also think it helps teams in comebacks. Look, college football players aren't nearly as good as NFL players. College football players make mistakes. They need more time. So I like the fact that after a first down, they get more time. Stop the, the clock. other yes. rule, The other rule I'm inclined to go with, though, for this reason, about the incomplete pass, Because that's going to add an urgency to a comeback. That's going to bring the offensive team to the line quicker, to either spike the ball or make some sort of play. And they won't be able to just throw the ball away. They're going to have to try and make a play. So in that regard, I like it. And that's not a pro rule. So it stays with me that it's an idiosyncratic college rule, which I like. Again, Tone. I like it. Tone, I I understand it. I'm not even objecting to what you're saying. What you're saying just makes sense. But you know what? Yeah. If it takes a little longer, if you stop it, let them walk back and meander back to the line of scrimmage and they can't spot. I'm okay with that, too. But, but I know well, we agree I mean, on this. It doesn't need to be like the pro game. It doesn't. It does not. Because no. you want to sit there at Northwestern and drink your Kia Royales. Let's take a yes, break. Yes, that's right. Coming Thank up, the Padres much. team chairman gets chesty. And Michigan State posts a very, very emotional win over Indiana. You should come out and sit with me at Everson. We're going to have a new stadium soon. Key Royale. I mean, come on now. You haven't tried enough. College sports should be college sports, not pro sports. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Today's What's the Word pits an honorary doctor of humane letters from a fine state university in Binghamton, New York, against Wilbon. What's oh, first? Wow. What Last night's win by Michigan State was blank. My word is cathartic. This was Michigan State's first home game since the shootings on campus a little while ago. Everybody on Michigan State wore T-shirts that said Spartan Strong. The people on Indiana wore gear that said Spartan Strong as well. At the end of the game, Tom Izzo was openly weeping on the bench. This is one of those things that tells you the possibility of the healing power of sports. A terrible, terrible thing happened in Michigan State. Terrible things happen in this country all the time because there are too many guns. But all you can do on a campus to help your other students if you're on a basketball team or a football team or a volleyball team is play the game and try and create a semblance of normalcy even though you know that there is nothing like a semblance of normalcy to be created. It reminded me, Mike, of when George W. Bush threw out the first pitch in New York after 9-11, and it's moments like that that make you proud. Yeah, Tony, I don't even think the win was the question as much as the event and the communities, plural, coming together. And I thought I've watched every possession of that game Uh, the pregame, and I watched the aftermath, and I thought it was needed. And so that's my word, needed. And I watched Tom Izzo having known him for a long, long time and having some sense of what this week has been and sort of how he felt about it. You kept seeing the pictures just now showing him on the bench, and we were concentrated on that throughout the game. And all the players and the eight empty seats they had um, symbolically at the front of the arena, I I thought all of it was needed, and people just – handled it incredibly. And when Izzo said to his players, you you can't go and hug 15,000 people. This is your hug. This is your collective hug. I thought it was all handled well and it was needed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's next? The confidence of Padres chairman Peter Seidler is blank. It's archival. And I mean that in the sense that it will be duly noted, written down, put away somewhere to be looked at in the future like an archive. If it turns out that he is correct, he will be applauded. If it turns out that he is not correct, he will be completely laughed at. He wants to bring a title uh, to San Diego. He's the grandson of Walter O'Malley, and he's very open about it. I just read you a few quotes here. Um, We're here to win a title. That's what I expect. I don't spend too much time, if any, thinking about what other people are thinking. One year soon, the baseball gods will smile on the San Diego Padres, and we will have a parade. The more spice we have, the better. I like spice. Putting a great and winning team in San Diego year after year is sustainable. Well, but I'm really glad he likes spice because he's going to have to put it on the crow he eats if they don't win. Well, well, that's why my word is naive. And by the way, I don't begrudge him 
the opinions, the 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 spirit and sure. nature about how he feels. But but you know, there's like, let's say not all 30 owners feel that way. 20 of them feel that way. Hell, somebody felt that way in Chicago for about 108 years, and you don't get it. And it can be very naive. You put the best team out there. Sometimes you put, you think the California Angels or whatever they're called this week for Anaheim or wherever they are, you think they don't feel that way when they go out and they get a another 18-time All-Star and they put them out there, whether it's Rendon or Trout or whomever? Huh? And you think they don't feel that way? And it's, it's naive as hell. It's cool, though. You want the owners, you want the people who run the team That's in right. your community to That's feel right. exactly that way. Doesn't mean it's no. going to work out. Walter O'Malley's grandson is going to have to go out and beat the Dodgers. Hmm. Yeah. That was the final that? word. Let's take one last break. Still to come, some bad news about Brock Purdy's arm surgery. And new bull, Patrick Beverly, hmm has some words for the Lakers. We knew that was coming. The Michigan State game, the Michigan State game, proud, you're right about needed, but it made you feel proud at the way it was handled. Yeah, I get at that. At the way people yeah. came together for it. Yep. Yes. Mike Woodson and his team being supportive. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 80th birthdays, Tom and Dick Van Arsdale. They're identical six foot five inch twins. They played together at the University of Indiana, then went their separate ways in the NBA. Dick was drafted by the Knicks, but after three seasons there, he went to Phoenix, where he played nine more seasons, averaging 16.4 points a game. Tom went to Detroit for three seasons, then to Cincinnati, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and finally to Phoenix as well. He averaged 15.3 points a game. They were both three-time All-Stars. Tom holds the dubious record of playing more games than anyone ever without making the playoffs. 929 games. Twins are unusual in professional sports, but now in the NBA, there's Markeith and Marcus Morris, Brooke and Robin Lopez, and Cody and Caleb Martin. And don't forget my probably favorite twins, Harvey and Horace Grant. Um, Tony... That's a lot of games to play without making it to the playoffs. But I saw, I'm old enough to have seen the Van Arsdales play. As a kid, my father took me to the old Chicago Stadium or even the amphitheater before that to see the old Bulls play. Yep. Doesn't Ryan Fitzpatrick have that record for quarterbacks 
most games without ever being in a playoff without game. A playoff I think game? so. I thought he'd been in one somewhere. I think so. Happy anniversary, Peter and Anton Stasny. On this day, 42 years ago, the brothers set a rookie record by each putting up eight points in Quebec's 11-7 win at Washington. Peter had four goals and four assists. Anton had three goals and five assists. Each brother assisted on three of the other brother's goals. The following wow. year, brother Marion joined Peter and Anton in Quebec, becoming the third trio of brothers to play on the same NHL team. The Bentley brothers, Max, Doug, and Reg, played on your Blackhawks in the 1940s. And the Plager brothers, Barclay, Bill, and Bob, played for St. Louis. Peter Stasny was the second highest scorer in the NHL in the 1980s, behind only Wayne Gretzky. So Peter Stasny came into the league as something of a star. He had 100 points right away. I mean, probably 70 assists in there, but he was a big-time scorer, and maybe we don't give him enough, you know, love all these years later as a really important player in that period of time. I never suspected he was second highest in the 80s. I never did. That's a lot. Happy trails to Brock Purdy's surgery happening before March. Purdy's elbow surgery, which was supposed to happen today in Arlington, Texas, will reportedly be delayed until the swelling goes down. Purdy and his surgeon, Keith Meister, are going to regroup in early March in hopes of getting it done then. The estimate on recovery time is six months, but Purdy would be able to start throwing in three months with a slow buildup back to full strength. Surgery in early March would put Purdy back on the field in late August if everything goes well. By then, Trey Lance, recovering from his own injury, is expected to handle the quarterback snaps for the 49ers. I prefer that sort of daily news update to, will Dak be extended and get more money? I prefer that, the 49ers TikTok, on their quarterback situation than I do more on the Cowboys. Let's, let's think about this for a second. That injury was how many weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Three. And yeah. it's still, it may be four, and it's still swollen. Yeah. The elbow is still swollen, so they don't know what's going on in there. He got and popped. now they're hoping in early March. Well, you know, what are you doing? This kid probably lives with his elbow in an ice bath 22 hours right a day. Now. Get that and swelling it's still down. swollen. That's... I'm, I'm a doctor, but not that kind of doctor. We're running out of show when we go to the big finish. Let's do it. Your boy, Pat Bev. Patrick Beverly says one of his goals with the Bulls is to knock the Lakers out of the playoffs. What's your reaction to that? It's possible. The Bulls play the Lakers twice down the stretch, and the Lakers may need to go something like 16 and 7 to get in, or 15 and 8. They may need that tone. I'd be, what a revenge tour that is. For Pat Bev, suddenly now my man, my homie, Pat Bev. Rick Pitino tells CBS Sports he'd like to coach five or six more years to do something special as well. You think he'd leave Iona? I think he would, and I think, and I can speak to two Catholic schools similar to Iona um, that would love to have Rick Pitino, and I think he could win a national championship at either one of those. I do. What? Connor McDavid the became the fifth fastest player. I'll tell you later. Fifth fastest player to 800 career points. Is that significant? Yes. Gretzky, Lemieux, Bossy, P. Stasny aforementioned. Those are the guys. That What company? The Titans released three-time Pro Bowl left tackle Taylor Luan. You surprised at that move? He was their number one pick a few years ago. He's a good player, but he missed 15 games. He may be unwell physically. Last one. 
Tulane at number one Houston tonight. Are you smelling upset? No, even though Tulane's got a good record in conference, 10 and 3. Now I'm smelling sort of a beatdown. I think Houston's going to come through on this one. Okay, I'll give you the schools. St. John's and Georgetown. It'd be great. We're out of time. We try to do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple podcast. St. John's women last night, big win at UConn. How about that? Speaking of Big East. Right. Now. Maryland women. Your sports. Maryland women, big win. They beat Iowa. Yes, they drugged Iowa. You know? PTI. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.